Next thing I know, I have like $12,000 in front of me. And they says the max bet is $10,000. I says, Rob, this is the easiest fucking game in the world. How do fucking people not fucking play this all day? I bet the max, I win. I says, how many hands can I play? Two. I bet two hands. I bet 10K max, I win. Rob's like, oh my God, let's go. I was like, Rob, fuck that. I'll go when I get, when I lose. When I scoop, when I get scooped, I'll go. Next thing I know, I'm up $140,000. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. All right, boys, kick us off. All right, guys, uh, welcome back to the Table One Podcast. We uh, very special episode this time, our first ever interview. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous myself, but it makes it easier since I have a good friend of mine, Chino Reem. Hey, guys. And uh, this is Art Parman, uh, my partner in crime. And uh, I don't know, we're gonna find out a lot more about Chino than uh, <laughs> than I know, and I feel like I know quite a bit. <laughs> What do you what, what do you want to know? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the first thing, uh, our first podcast, we we talked quite a bit about Art and I, how we got into poker, like the first initial kind of breaking point where like normal life didn't seem near as much fun as a gambling life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd love to hear how you kind of took that that leap yourself. I lived in South Florida. I was uh, 17 years old, and uh, before the guitar, before hard rock was hard rock. Mm-hmm. They had a smaller Indian casino called Seminole, and I went there with fake ID. At 17. Who, At 17. How'd you get the fake ID, if you don't mind? Uh... Uh, through... You don't got a name names. I don't want to say his name. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. He's still in the fake ID business. I don't want to say his name. And uh, just through a mutual friend. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, you had to be 18 to go to Seminole, and uh, I went there, and they had, as far as poker goes, what intrigued me was they had these, uh, I think it was a $130 or $135 buy in one of those, right? And uh, you play a nine-man limit, Omaha high-low, <laughs> okay. 20-hand freeze-out. So, and it, so it was, I think it was 130 or 135 I forgot, one of those. But uh, nine people, you play 20 hands, and it paid three spots. First place, I think, was 450. Second place was like... 300 and third got like 175 so, or something. So when you say 20 hands, you just play 20 hands and whoever has the most chips gets first place? Correct. That's Correct. nuts. So it's yeah. kind of like a blackjack tournament strategy a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah, like uh, there, was, there were times, once I started playing it frequently, there were times where like you could just have first place locked up right. by the last hand and not have to play and things like that. Even if you like scooped uh, uh, like four-way, po- because like the people who had no chance what would happen on the last hand was everyone would just raise cap, raise cap, raise right. cap. Even if like, like they had nothing, they would just do it because it's their only chance to win. That's um, right. Oh, so yeah. I still limit, and then <laughs> yeah, it was limit. It's crazy uh, that, that that was the first one. So, so, but you first started going there. I think you told me before, like to play like blackjack with your dad or your dad. Uh, so uh, when I was seventeen, also I would go on. Uh, they had these boats called the Sun Cruise and the Sea Escape, and my dad every weekend. Uh, would take me. We'd go on these. Uh, we would go on the day cruise, and if we won, we'd go on the night cruise. Uh, my dad, would, my dad would take me. We'd go on the boat. Um, we'd eat lunch. It would have to sail like for like um, I don't know, maybe like forty minutes or something. I don't even know how long it to, took to get far enough to, inter- to go international like three waters. miles out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you go three miles out to be able to legally gamble on the boat. And uh, we would have we'd go to the buffet and eat our food, and then he would give me a credit card every weekend. <laughs> Every weekend he gave me a credit card with the PIN number and he'd be like, all right, go pull out X amount of dollars. Normally it'd be between two to $4,000. 
and I would sit with him. Wow. No, I didn't get to keep the money. No, I but it's still quite a bit, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I would bring it to him, and he taught me blackjack. I would literally play blackjack with him. He, now, he taught me blackjack, and I'm not saying he taught me like proper blackjack strategy, but I had no idea how to play the game, mm-hmm. and I would sit next to him, and um, yeah, I th- from my recollection, I think there was like twice in the... I don't know, year and a half span that I would go on the boat with him where he won, like one time I remember he won like 40,000. I remember that because like, it was funny, like when we got off the boat, the day cruise, he was like counting all the money and he put like 10,000 in his boot and he left like 20,000 in, in, in his car and we went back on the boat with like 20K and yeah, I remember that one Jeez. time. That was, that was, and then like, and then after we went on the night one, he was, my dad is a degenerate obviously. And, uh, you know, like father, like son. Um, uh, he, uh, I remember we drove all the way, we lived in Fort Lauderdale, and we drove all the way down to, to Miami because Miami had a, uh, a boat that left. Mm-hmm. And because he, we were winning, he wanted to go play on the Miami cruise too. We went on the <laughs> night cruise there. Um, but yeah, most of the time we would leave that boat with no money. Yeah. yeah that, so that was pre-poker. That was that, that was, was your, that was, that your was intro. Pre-poker. Well, yeah, give you a nice base for what gambling is, though. Yeah. I suppose. That that was that was that was my introduction to gambling for sure. And then um and then I met uh I met Robert Mizraki. Mm-hmm. So the Seminole would have those little sitting those Omaha little sitting goes. But then they also had um I believe it was fifty cent one dollar. It could have been twenty five cent fifty. Cent. It was fifty cent one dollar with. $20 cap. Like, the most you can win in the pot is $20. Right, right. And yeah. they raked, I believe, $5 or something <laughs> ridiculous, right? But uh, it was $0.50 cent $1 limit hold'em, and you could only cap to $20 pots or something. It was ridiculous. And um, Robert Mizraki was sitting to my right where you are, and uh, I had no idea who he was. And I, just, and, I, and I swear to you, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know why I did this. It's very weird. I shouldn't be saying it, but, but there was one hand. And by the way, guys, what, at this time, I don't fucking have a clue how to play poker. I have, like, if I had 6-7 on 10-9, I'm like, oh, an 8 can come, an 8 can come. And I was just chasing an 8, you know what I mean? Uh, limit poker, yeah. Yeah, limit poker. And, like, when the 8 would come, and if someone who knew what they were doing had queen jack, I was just losing all my money, like, yeah. thinking I had the best hands. Just never going to stop raising. Yeah. Um, but this one hand where I flopped quads, I, and I don't remember what it was, but I flopped quads, and for some reason, Robert Mizraki, like, he went bet raise, and for some reason, I don't know why, I gave him a little nudge under the table. <laughs> I swear to God, this is a true story. I gave him a little nudge, and we weren't friends then, and he just, like, he, like, gave me this look, and he's, like, and he folded. And then I showed quads, <laughs> and we became friends. <laughs> now, mind you, Robert is a very good poker player. He knew I was a fish. He invited me to his home game. I lost like $20,000, and I didn't have $20,000 to pay. This is how it all started, by the way, guys. This is, yeah. And you were, how old were you right now? Were you uh, past uh, legal age yet? I think I was uh, 19. Okay, all right. I think I was ni- 18 or 19. I, I was past legal age, okay. yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I, 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 I think I was able to pay like 4K of the 20,000. It might have been more than 20K. It was a lot. Uh, and Grinder came to the home game, and he knew what he was doing. And uh, so then I owed them this money. I owed Robert this money and, his, and Robert's partner, Danny. Shout out to Danny if you're watching, if you ever see this. Danny, what up? Um, and then um, 
and then they had you know the, the boat called the Sea Escape, and uh, every I think it was Saturday they would have this like three hundred dollar no limit tournament mm -hmm. where first place was like twenty thirty thousand, and uh, and I went with Robert and Grinder and um, somehow I lucked out and won that tournament. What what year? I don't know how old oh, you are. He's the same age as me. We're yeah. literally like a few months apart. Like two thousand. 1999, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm just trying to orient yeah. it with the with the uh, moneymaker boom and all that shit because this is well before that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a the Chino boom. It, it, it might have been. It, I, I might have been 20. It might have been like year 2000 because I had graduated high school and I went to Germany and I came back. Yeah, I might have been 20 when uh, when the uh, when the like actual tournament started. Okay, yeah. you yeah. you once told me a funny Germany story. About yeah. about coming back. Do you yeah, wanna you yeah, wanna yeah. tell that one? Sure, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is this is before this is between blackjack Chino. Right when I graduated high school, uh, I was I was 18 years old. Uh, graduated high school, or maybe I was 17. I don't remember. But my dad said you have two choices. You could either go to college, or you can come work in the restaurant for Germany in, in Germany. So my the guy who I call my uncle, because I've known him my whole life, was he was. I guess my dad's closest friend, they were in the army together. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not my real uncle, but I called, his name was Peter Lee. My, I called him my uncle, and uh, they opened a, a sushi restaurant in Frankfurt, Germany. Like, it was really nice. It was like a three-story restaurant. Like You go up these wooden stairs, and the first floor is the restaurant. The second floor, you could see outside and whatever, whatever. And uh, he said, you could either go to school or work in the restaurant. So I said, let's go to Germany. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lived in Frankfurt, Germany for six months when I was 18. And... I loved it. It was the best decision I could ever make. It opened my eyes to the world and everything, and I learned a little German, and just got to see a different part of the world, and just saw what was out there besides what all I knew. And uh, when the six months was over, and uh, my dad had paid me and everything, he says, "You know, good job. I'm proud of you. You worked hard." Blah blah blah. He's like, "What do you want to do?" I was a pothead. I was a stoner back then, obviously. I said, "Dad, I want to go to Amsterdam." Mm -hmm. And uh, he was remarried with my at the time stepmother and he says okay you can go but you got to bring your stepmother with you right sure no problem <laughs> so she takes she's cool she was cool she took a train with we took like whatever a two-hour train ride to Amsterdam however long it took we took a train to Amsterdam and like right when we left the station the first thing I wanted to do was go to a, a coffee shop and they had the I think it was called Bulldog or something it was like they had the coffee shop like literally on that strip when you leave the station of all those souvenir stores. Yeah, yeah. I actually just got back from Frankfurt and yeah, Amsterdam. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yes. The red light district yeah, area, wherever exactly. there's a so, uh, one. Yeah. So that, so I went straight into that coffee shop and I was just like, ta-da! Like it had all the little weed and they're like, this is Jack Hair and this is bubble gum and this is that. And I'm just like, I was like, they do not have this in America. I am gonna be the man. I'm coming back with the best weed. Like my plan was like, I'm taking this home. So I literally bought an ounce of like all different types of grams of weed and then we take the train ride and my, my stepmom, she was cool, she saw me, I smoked a joint there, whatever, she didn't say nothing, she wasn't tripping. Uh, we take the tri train ride back to Germany. I have no idea what I'm doing. I like wrap this ounce up in like saran wrap and coffee beans and freaking whatever, <laughs> right? And, but you could still smell it, and I could still smell it. And so now we're about to take a flight home to back to Florida. But, uh, you know, international, we, we, we flew into Florida. We didn't fly into Miami. I mean, we flew into Atlanta. We didn't fly into yeah. Miami. And, uh, and, like, and we had this woman sitting in the middle of me and my mom. And the, the whole time, the whole, like, 
10 hour flight. This lady's like, I smell something. Do you guys? And I'm just like, I don't know what it is. And my stepmom is like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I was like, mom, I don't know. Like maybe it's the person over there. I don't know. And uh, yeah, I just kept trying to play it off. But you could like, it was in my nutsack. It was like, it was literally in my nutsack. I didn't know where to put it. Like that's how naive and stupid I was. No one's going to touch here. And um, yeah, so now, now we land. And every person who flies international, I don't know if it's the same, but back then, uh, you go down these two escalators. And the escalators are like four stories high. So like, you, like you're going down escalators that yeah. take like three minutes to get down, right? And I see it, and everyone's going down. And at the bottom of the escalators are like the, what are, the airport security with, with dogs. And I'm just freaking out. I'm like, oh, shit, right? And I see what they're doing. Every, every person that gets to the bottom of the escalator, a dog sniffs them, and they just walk Quick by. Quick sniffing, yeah. Quick sniffing, you walk by. I'm like, I'm fucked. And I yes. look over the escalator, right? Because it's tall. I'm like, and there's like 20, 10 of them, 10 of them. There's like 10 uh, airport security guys. They're just talking. I'm like, there's no way I could toss this over. They're just going to see it. There's like another guy with a dog. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So my stepmom is in front of me. Finally, we get down. She goes, little sniff, sniff. She walks right by. Now it's my turn. I walk, I sniff, sniff, and all I hear is, excuse me. And I just keep walking. I hear, excuse me. And this dog is fucking going rampant on my nutsack. Like this. And finally, I just fucking, I, I feel a hand on my shoulder saying, excuse me. And the guy stops me and says, yes. And he's like, can you just stand there, sir? And the dog's just fucking going nuts like this. And I'm dead. I'm, and, and sure enough, he's like, okay, we need to search you. He takes me in the office. Obviously, I get caught. He finds the weed. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, and I got arrested. I thought I was, like, gonna be a slick little, uh, <laughs> little teenager and get away with it, and I, it was the dumbest thing I could have done, and I got arrested, and I went to jail, and I was in, uh, I was in, uh, Fulton County Jail for, uh, for two weeks, and, you know, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, hard times for Chino. Hard times. I mean, two weeks is nothing to laugh about. I'm not, I'm not trying to, but, like, two weeks, that's not bad for, uh, smuggling in that's, drugs that's, on the, your nuts. The, it's like, not bad, no. The crazy part was, um, the two guys that, that detained me, they were like from like, they were like, you know, very, what's the politically correct, very country. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm from North Carolina. I know what you're very, trying to very say. Very yeah. country, white folk. A couple like, of my cousins, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the guys, I, I remember when he pulled it out, because I had some pre-roll joints, you know, and he like, he's like, Bob, this right here is the best that I've ever smelled. It was like literally just like that. He's just talking to his other guy. He's like, there's some good stuff right here. And it's like, he didn't even like fill out paperwork. He just like stuck it in his drawer yep. of the desk of his drawer. I remember that, right? And then there was a sign on the, on, on the door. And it goes, if you pay a $2,000 US fine, that you, something like you'll be released, right? And I had like, like 8,000 US dollars on my person. And my, my stepmom had more. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'd like to pay it. They're like, you can't pay it because you're the detainee. You're being arrested, right? I was like, okay, my stepmom won't pay it, right? Like, I said it. I go, yeah. my stepmom, she goes, no, I won't. She ah. was so cheap. She was so, she goes, no, I won't. You could arrest him. I was like, I, I, I like, I, I, I was in shock. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I like, I, I, I shouldn't admit this now, but at that time I had a genuine full-on hatred for my stepmother after that moment like uh it well, was it was real yeah it was you, very real you're 18 19 your emotions got the best and first of you. time being you, arrested like you, that you think yeah. you have an out for like the worst thing you've ever done yes and and no out you literally got says, ultimately grounded by take her him, yeah <laughs> take him away and she didn't know it was gonna be two weeks either it yeah. could have been 
Jeez, it yeah, could have been a so, long uh, run an ounce in. I had a genuine hatred for her after that, for real. Uh, I mean, I don't anymore, obviously, but yeah. Wow. All right. So that's two weeks. You did two weeks there, and then you went. You got to go back home. I got to that. go back. So you were in Atlanta for two weeks. Or? I was in. I was in Atlanta, Fulton County Jail, for okay. two weeks. I was the only Asian person in there with a, <laughs> uh, a majority of uh, all black people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, and then you moseyed on down back home. And I moseyed on down. Changed your home. ways, of course. I, uh, <laughs> we still, we still, we still were fucking around a little bit. Um, all right. So you, you win the tournament. You get to pay uh, Rob back I all the money. Rob back. And yeah. you still kept yourself a little bit of money. I had a little bankroll. Yeah. And, and then I and I told myself at that moment I'm going to become a professional poker player. That's yeah. that's cool. And uh, it took a long time to uh, put a grasp on that for sure. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then like me and Robert and and Grinder and uh, Ewe and Donnie, we like took our first poker trip. Uh, we went to the Hustler Casino, our first poker trip, and they had a five hundred dollar no limit hold'em tournament. And I had no clue what I was doing, and I just remember like I had Ace King and the guy had tens, and Rob was on my table, and like it came like I forgot, it just came like King High, and I didn't even realize that I won. And Rob was like, "You won!" Like I won like a <laughs> massive pot. Uh, and I didn't know it. Like that's how that's how inexperienced and like not a clue I had. And um, yeah, uh, then then we took our first trip to Vegas. Then I'm 21, and we took our first uh -huh. trip to the Bellagio. And this happened. I uh, I had uh, I think I, you guys, for anyone who knows me, will understand that I am not a nit in any way, shape, or form. And back then, now that I think about it, I realize how nitty I was. I was a nit. Like I, we came there. I, I think I had twenty thousand dollars, right? And um, which is a ton of money which for is a twenty-one-year-old. Twenty. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I got that money. We had we had online poker back then, and I won yeah. the eleven-dollar rebuy on PokerStars. Oh, I love I, that one. I, I won the eleven-dollar rebuy. We all won that tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I won it back to back weeks. Am I even joking? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, it paid like love. eleven grand. Yeah, that's exactly like that. right. Bankroll builder yeah. back in the day. I won the eleven-dollar rebuy for like eleven thousand, and then you know like. Mind you, Grinder, Michael Mizraki Grinder, got his nickname because he was a grinder. Yeah. I would watch, but but the way I learned advanced poker, who f was from Robert Mizraki, he's a very good po But Robert, I admit this, was a shot taker. Like if Robert had two thousand dollars in his account, he would play one hundred, two hundred limit hold'em with two thousand dollars. Now Grinder, if he had two thousand dollars, he'd be grinding like one dollar, two dollars, yeah. and he would grind. But like I would watch Grinder, like Grinder built it. Like Grinder had a M3 when he was 21 years old. He had an eighty thousand dollar M3 because he was the grinder. And like he like grinded like you know like a half a million dollar bankroll from online poker. And I would watch him do this because I lived with them, you know. And but 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 what I instilled from watching both of them was the shot taking from Rob. Yeah. So when I had this eleven thousand dollars after I won the eleven dollar revi. I hopped into 100, 200. Like I'm just like, let's go. But I, I got lucky. I ran good, and I, you know, I won like. So then I cashed money out, and I had like a twenty thousand dollar bankroll to All go right. to Bellagio. Now, I have no fucking idea what Pi Guy Poker is. <laughs> I've never heard of Pi Guy Poker in my life. We. But you're a poker player. A, but I'm a poker player. <laughs> Professionally. We, we fucking we we are not even up in our rooms yet. Our bags are not even in our room. And Rob says, oh, let's play Pi Guy. So we stop at the Pi Guy table. And it's $25 hand minimum, right? And the dealer, by the way, who did who gave me this run, still works there, by the way. Oh, still no, no, works no. at Bellagio. Still, he still works there. Now, um, it's 25. I pull out 40 fucking dollars. 
I'm a knit, guys. You guys don't understand. I am not a degenerate at this point. Yes, my I've been on the boats with my dad, yeah. and yes, I've gambled, but I don't do this shit with my own money like that. Now, uh, it's $25 minimum, and you could bet the bonus. So I bet $25 and $5, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, I hit like four aces or something, and I get like, I think it was $1,000 or something, or $500 or something, and I have a yellow chip. And I put that yellow chip in my pocket, and I'm up $960, and I'm fucking ecstatic, <laughs> right? But I have like the little blacks and greens. I still have like, you know, three, four hundred dollars. And I have no idea what came over me. I have no idea what came over me. But I'm like, I'm like, Rob, this fucking game is cool. Like fucking, you, you, <laughs> easy, I, you easy. never lose. Like two here, five here. Like, let's go. I, I can't lose. And so I'm just like, how much can you bet? And they're like, you can bet up to 10,000. I'm like, Rob, I'm just going to keep going until I lose. Something came over me. And I'm only, I'm only playing one hand at this time. And now I have like three yellows. So I bet a yellow, it wins. So I says, fuck it, let's just keep going. Next thing I know, I have like $12,000 in front of me. And they says, the max bet is 10,000. I says, Rob, this is the easiest fucking game in the world. How do fucking people not fucking play this all day? I bet the max, I win. I says, how many hands can I play? Two. I bet two hands. I bet 10K max, I win. Rob's like, oh my God, let's go. I was like, Rob, fuck that. I'll go when I, get, when I lose. When I, scoop, when I get scooped, I'll go. Next thing I know, I'm up $140,000. You're 21 and up 140000 I'm up 140000 Off of 40 bucks? No, no, I don't sounds, even know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This good. sounds like a really cool story. Yeah. It was the worst fucking thing yeah. that could ever happen to yeah. me. That's because that was the start of Chino's degeneracy. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Uh, so now the pit boss is coming up to me, and he's like, he's like, Mr. Reen, we would like to upgrade you to a suite. We've got this nice penthouse, three, two-bedroom suite for you guys. Like, we had a regular fucking room. Sure. So now fucking, uh, they upgrade us. We, uh, finally, I get scooped. I get scooped. Yeah. I get scooped, and, and like, I, I went over $100,000, and um, I'm ecstatic. And, like, guys, this is our first time in Vegas, so you know, like, the fucking, uh, the, uh, the the fucking little skinny vans that have the number of the girls that oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. traffic the strip <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, like call, call those yeah, call yeah. the girls uh, and yeah. shit like we're doing it all obviously you know it's our, yeah. my first time in Vegas where we got hustled the fucking girls came they yeah. I paid for everyone I got hustled out of like two dimes whatever like this is this is my first experience in Vegas and I loved it and I had a great time our fucking everything was comped they comped everything they wanted me to lose the money back I didn't somehow I did not wow I left with that money. Uh, I couldn't fucking wait to come back. I couldn't wait to come back. Finally, like three weeks later, me and Rob, we come back. I come back with 50000 I don't even get up to my room. Within five hands, that 50000 is gone. Oh, no. Within five hands. I mean, this is all true. This all happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. this is, it's just, uh, it's a part of who I am. It's, <laughs> it made me who I am today. We, uh, Art had a, the quote, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty famous quote. Like, you know, when it comes to gambling, the best feeling is gambling and winning. The second best feeling is gambling and losing. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's fucking true. Like I mean, it's so true. When you get the, the taste, like all you want to do is be in action. It doesn't yeah. matter if you win or lose. Yeah. It's about the journey of, of the bet, yeah. which is. I, I you know and that that plays a part in in my whole journey. I had no idea like how much of a uh, addict of a degenerate I was. You know, like I had no idea of like how much I was trying to release the dopamines of gambling yeah. like every single day. And like, it, it, and I'm so grateful for it now, having come like as far as I have to like understand it and learn it and appreciate it. But like I, at the time, like for, I wanna say more than a decade of my, more like I wanna say like, let's say I've been playing pro professional poker for like, I don't know, 
16, 17 years, maybe I could honestly admit 13 of those years, I didn't have a fucking clue. Like I had no fucking clue. Like I was so far gone and lost in the world of addiction when it comes to just gambling and other stuff. I didn't know about it or understand it or learn about it. I was just so far gone and lost and just like, Justin can tell you like for many years of my career, like I would win like seven figures in a tournament and be broke within a week. Like that's the, it's a true part of my journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We were looking up, we were looking up your stats right before you came just so we get it right. And you got, you got five million dollar plus scores. Yeah. You got, was it 17 additional, uh, six six figure scores. And I mean, that's a, that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> all, all, all of those scores. I just want to tell anyone who's watching. Every single one of those scores. What's my last one? Oh, PCA was my last one. Even PCA. My last one was uh, PCA for 1.5 million. That was in 2019. Four years ago. Four years ago, I won 1.5 million. My good friend Noah Boken, he put me in that tournament, so I had half. So I saw 750,000. Shout out Noah Boken. The exclusive. I saw 750,000. That money was gone within two months. I mean, uh, you know, actually, but that money wasn't gone. Like, I didn't lose it all. Like, uh, over time, you you learn to, like, try. I've accumulated a lot of debts, I admit it. Like, I've owed the poker world a lot of money, and I do my best to, like, make payments to everyone here and there and things like that. So a good chunk of that went to paying people back. But then I would lose the rest back, like, doing what I did, you know, being just a stone degenerate or a, an addict and just, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we, uh, our, our last podcast was about Billy Walters and his book. Mm. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite similar. And uh, I, I think it's, it's similar across a lot of uh, professional gamblers' stories anyway, having an addiction, whether it's the gambling or drugs or alcohol or women or the lifestyle, sure. however you want to view it. And like how, like the book was, very honest, I, I, I would hope anyway, about like how he went broke numerous, numerous times until he kind of got a, a, a handle on his addiction. Right. Which he, he very much was honest with about how alcohol and gambling kind of controlled his life for yeah. like, like until he was like 40 or something, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. The more, the longer you've been in gambling and poker, the, the more people you meet where it's like, oh, this is giving me what my brain needs, that dopamine. And then the people who, it's kind of funny, anyone who like runs good at the beginning, like that becomes their new drug and they're just like, yeah. And I mean, I think to some degree it affects all gamblers who would be gamblers who are like, okay, I have an outlet where it could be productive. I could make money at poker. I could see where people are fucking up. But at the same time, I think the bankroll management part for all of us gamblers just like isn't really there. Like unless we unless we make enough money to like overshoot where what we could dust <laughs> yeah. off in we, one night. We can accidentally be good bankroll managers, but yeah. only by accident. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky I never I never had a pit problem. I know a lot of people who did, but like for poker, if I had a couple buy-ins to play cash game, I would play it. If I had twelve thousand dollars to my name, I would put myself in the main event, you know, like right. I'm like, listen, this is a great spot. Like, <laughs> it's winning money. Yeah. So it's, it's in that, in that book, the Billy Walters one, he, he constantly is in and out of money, but like he could always find a bigger, bigger way to lose all of it. 
uh, and it seems like yeah, you know the worse the worse your troubles are, the easier it is to exactly, find a way yeah. to, the more to people dust look it. At you. Like, yeah. a, like the cartoons, big it old sucker. <laughs> it wasn't hard for yeah. me to find a way to lose it for sure. Well, I don't want to fast forward too much, but I, I did want to touch on uh, the tournament that you and I chopped back in 2008. Okay. Uh, again, I still didn't have a clue how to play poker back then either, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like I, I like yeah. But, I, I, I think we spent like maybe a minute, minute and a half on uh, the first part of the story where like we were on break, like uh, heads up and we made some kind of deal. And uh, I know you don't remember this part, but you, you, you fucked me. You uh, put it in with a flush draw against my two pair and you ended up. I don't up, remember this. I, 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 I wish I had it on tape, but yeah, it was like. What would I have? Uh, you had like, uh, I want to say the nut flush. It was like ace. Nine three or ace six three something like that, and I had like ace three, and we got it in. You had the king high flush, nothing else, and just it came like the middle card. And it paired the board and like and uh, made the flush, but not my paired. Ah. Uh. And uh, after that, you outplayed the shit out of me, even though you didn't know what you're doing. Uh, I, yeah. I can I can raise you. By not the way, what I, you're doing. I, 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 by the way, like uh, I just remember, like this this hand is the hand that I remember. Justin made a great call. Uh, he you had queen ten, right? Was it queen ten? For I had ace king, and I think Justin, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin I raised, yeah. and I had ace king, and I three bet, and he called, and uh, I do it, it, it came like jack ten something. Yeah, I believe I think That's I think right. it was jack ten something. I had ace king, and I just like open shoved. <laughs> I just ripped. I, I tanked for probably like five minutes. Probably no, I mean, no, 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 no. Let, <laughs> let's stop it. Let's give Justin good credit. He tanked for like five seconds and was just like, "Oh, this is the nuts right here." Nobody fucking like plays a yeah. big hand like that. <laughs> and sure enough, of course, I had Ace King, and, and Justin doubled that hand. That's yeah, that's, that's the that hand that true. I remember. Like Justin made a great call with just middle pair. Yeah. For for yeah. I I but. Before that and after that hand, he just kind of ground me down as far as like, I was a bit more nitty than, than Chino was. So like every every flop, he would take his shot and I would kind of chicken out. And then, like, it was one of those things yeah. like, if I flop a pair, I'm not folding, I guess. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was one of yeah. those. And what, and what you might not know is this was the culmination of Justin's like massive run. He went, he got busted by Bilzerian down to 5K to his name. And he was already living in Vegas for a bit, trying to be a pro. And... He was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then he like started just like winning tournament after tournament, crushing in the cash games, if I recall from the last. Yeah. And then he and then it, he like basically had built up like a, I don't know, six figure bankroll before that tournament, the five diamond. Bare, yeah, barely six figures. Yeah. yeah. And and then he sold some action to that tournament, played it. And then that getting heads up with you, making a deal. Uh, what was it like when you guys made a well, deal? Well, you don't even know. I don't, even I, I don't remember exactly. I, I know first was like 1.5, second was like 950, somewhere in that, that ballpark so we or whatever. Got over a million. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to say I walked in with like, well, uh, before I paid all my backers, like 1.1, 1.2, somewhere yeah. in that, that, yeah. that frame. But how much did you really walk away with that day? <laughs> well, uh, more than me. <laughs> and I won. <laughs> no, I, that was a little bit later. But no, he, he so, left, right, with his so, payout. I, and again, this is uh, in the first podcast. So basically what happened was uh, on the same break where we made the deal, the producers pulled me aside and said, Justin, no matter what happens, you're going to be our 100th uh, WPT millionaire made. And we want, want to make a big deal. We have balloons. We have like uh, champagne. We have all this stuff. We want to do an interview with you. And we have a plaque for you. We want to make this a, a big, a big hub of blue. No matter what, first or second, we want to do this with you. Okay. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm winning. So absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's just not a chance that like, this is a bad idea. Right. So you beat me the last hand. I think it was something like you had Kings, I had Ace, Queen. We get it in. 
uh, the better handheld. And I literally just ran right out of the studio and producers tried to get my attention. It was just like, nope, don't want to talk to anybody. I'm, I'm done. I'm so mad. Even though, like, I mean, looking back, it's kind of silly. Like, <laughs> that's so much money and I should be so happy right, and all that fun right. stuff. So either way, I'm, I'm, I'm out and like Jack McClellan chases me down so he can pay me because I didn't even think about getting paid. <laughs> and he pays me at uh, the main cage. And uh, my friends finally Shout catch up to, to me. Jack, by the oh way. yeah, oh, Jack's great. Yeah. And uh, we go out to eat, and it was probably a good like hour after I'd busted till this point where I realized that I needed to collect money from you, and I didn't have your phone number. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's probably wise to come and get it right at that moment. <laughs> and like, like I'm out to eat with Shannon Shore, Adam Geyer, and my wife, and I think there was a couple other friends there, and I I'm, I'm paying them out because like Adam and, and uh, Shannon both had pieces of me, and I'm like. Shit, I don't have this extra. I think you owe me like two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't have this money, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, Do you guys have Chino's number? And they're like, No. I'm like, and I was like, I'm sure we'll run into like Mike or like Grinder yeah, Rob yeah, or something yeah. like that. And they were like, I don't know. We'll see. You, might as well, you probably <laughs> want to get it now. And like, uh, maybe another twenty minutes went by, and like, we're still at the cafe, and you like, you come up to up to us, and we're like, I've been looking everywhere for you. Like, I, I don't know if you remember this at all, I but don't. like, I, I, it like blew my mind, like in my head. I'm like, this money is most likely gone. <laughs> Yay, or if I get lucky, I'll run into Chino in the next like couple weeks or whatever, because it's right before Christmas. So it's not like, you know, if I right. miss, like, it's not like there's a tournament tomorrow where right. we're both going to play. I'm like, I hope I run into him at some point. And you just like, you're like, dude, I've been looking everywhere for you for like an hour. Where have you been? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. And like, <laughs> you just pass over all these cranberries to me. And like, it was like, yeah, nice. good, good battle, brother. And I was like, Holy shit, that's the nicest, like, most genuine, like, uh, thing that's ever happened to me. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, poker, you can say whatever you want to. There are some hustlers, but, like, I wouldn't trust, like, some of my best friends away from poker with giving me $300,000. Right. Like, it's, it's, right. it's kind of nuts to, to think about right. uh, <laughs> that, that mindset of, yeah. oh, this isn't even my money. I got to go find this guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do think, uh, to your point about some of your other seven-figure scores, that the, the money didn't last that long yeah. afterwards. So, like, I legit could have been, sure. like, <laughs> out of luck. If, it was, uh, uh, you could have been on one of the payment plans. Uh, yeah, yeah had, had, I, had I've had the, uh, you know, the, the addict degenerate mind creep in me and say, let's go to the fucking crap table yeah. right after this win, that money could have easily been gone, easily. But, you know, um, yeah, look, I totally admit I've made some mistakes in my life financially you know in the poker world with with players and stuff but you know it's never been my intention to fuck anyone over yeah. or anything like that that's why like uh even though I don't remember that I'm pretty sure that's why I was adamant about taking care of that first before doing anything else yeah, yeah. there's I, something I, about the, the gambling and poker economy especially where we're like the debt's not enforceable, maybe by a court of law, but like, we all make sure that yeah, we, you know, we take like, care of the people. We the, the, it's a small community. The circle that you that you associate yourself with, like, uh, and I, I'm just going to speak personally, but the circle that I associate with myself, I I'm very adamant about doing the right thing with everyone. Like, and I did not do that in the past, but today, the person that I am, I'm very adamant about just doing the right thing always with the people that I fuck with. That's yeah. And that's, it's so true. And like, I, you just I, have to I, do that. I, I want to like emphasize that you didn't scum anyone out of money. 
I just the addiction got a hold of you, and like exactly. I, I'm being very genuine yeah, when I yeah. say this because yeah. I, I I've been down to like my last dollars before as well, and like I look at the money. And I don't think about, oh, well, I got rent tomorrow or anything like that. It's, it's just like this money could be more money if I go play blackjack right yeah, now. Yeah. And that's, it's, 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 not, it's not a healthy mindset. And like, I, I mean, as, as I drink a beer, like, uh, but like, it, it, I, I, I know you well enough. I will vouch. Chino has never once looked at something and been like, I'm pretty sure I could get away if I don't pay this guy. Right. I, 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 and that's, yeah. I, I think that's true with most poker players that have debt. Now, there, believe me, there are some that, they scheme their ways and they can't wait to borrow money from you so they can never pay you again. Right. But that is not the case for most poker players, yeah. I, I will say. We, 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 like, especially, I just want to say, like, Table One, we, I love our group. Table we, one. Have, we have a shout out to Table One. <laughs> we, we, shout out to the regulars that play at Table One and anyone else who's watching this. If you guys want to come and play some poker with us, mm. you, you are very welcome, depending on how. <laughs> full the game is but uh <laughs> yeah but most likely like uh, actually i won't say most likely like, almost every single time one of us if if there's a newcomer that wants to come and play one of us will gladly give our, our seat to give you guys a chance to play in the game it's a great game we have a great group of guys um you know that uh that regularly play i i haven't been playing for the last like month because i've been oh, busy you, playing at this been busy doing? <laughs> yeah, we wanted to actually get into this so what a great uh, we didn't even like, do this this is great <laughs> your last few six figure scores what, what, where did they come from i mean uh yeah the, the i love playing at the studio Let's yeah, just damn put it right like poker go studio the studio is uh, that's my favorite place to play and uh shout out to carrie cats yes. i'm just gonna say that right now shout out to carrie cats and the poker go studio and all the staff and dealers and everyone that work there you guys do a great job run phenomenal tournaments um, but yeah, Poker Go Studio is is my number one place <laughs> to play tournaments for real. Uh, I mean, I ran really good there lately. Um, it, actually, I mean, I did. Yeah, always. No, yeah, I, I ran. I mean, this PLO series was a bloodbath, but I, I didn't cash once, and it was a bloodbath. But before that, I had a great Poker Master series, and I had a great mixed game series, and just overall, I'm up heaps at the studio. Yeah, I love playing there. It's it's. It's honestly, okay, so like, whatever, I have no problem saying it. I was in, I was in Thailand, I was in rehab last December uh, when they ran the first inaugural yep. win championship. Uh, so I, I didn't get the experience of that, but from what I was told, that was like a very great run tournament, and I'm looking forward to playing it this year. But um, uh, I'm just trying to think of like the places where I play tournament. But before it used to be Bellagio. I used to I, love oh playing at Bellagio. When, when Jack was there and yeah. we had the Fanta Fontana Lounge, Ugh. that was... It was the best. Uh, I mean, no other place in at least North America, yeah. maybe the world, could compete with that that venue. By that, far. It was so great. Hands down. Bellagio used to be the best. Uh, yeah. It used to be my favorite place to play. Now it's the studio. Yeah. Uh, I but agree. I, And I, I'm looking forward to playing at the Wind. But, um, yeah, just everything about that, the way they do tournaments there, I love it. Like, it's fast structure, turbo-y, like my, it fits perfect with my style. And uh, I mean, it could get expensive. You could go in for a lot of bullets or whatever, but like if you run good and things go your way within like, you know, 10 hours of playing or 11 hours of playing, you're like at the final table and, uh, and you have a shot of winning like, you know, a good six figures. And, um, and you won the, uh, you won the, was it the player of the series? Is that what they call it for the mixed game? I won the, I won the, for the mixed game series. I won the player of the year series. It was, and you were in contention in the Masters, too. I was in contention in the Masters. It was, it was actually, for my entire career, it was this, not, not monetary-wise. Like, I've won, I've had bigger scores, but 
It was the sickest heat I've ever had in my entire career. Because I made, I think, um, 10 or 11 final tables out of like 16 events. And it was like five in a row at Poker Masters and then five in a row at the Mixed Game Series. It was like... Yeah, every day. You're yeah. just on Every TV. single day, I was making a final table. And it was, it was crazy. I couldn't... It was like... It was, I couldn't believe it, actually. Like, it was, it was, it was surreal. If I say it out loud, it might stop. So yeah. I'm just going to keep playing these tournaments. It was very surreal. Yeah. So Art and I have uh, talked quite a bit about uh, going back and forth between tournaments and cash games and which one's better or not better, but, like, you know, w which one fits your palate a little bit more. Uh, and, like, honestly, for me, as of maybe three years ago, like, uh, cash games just are the more safe, grounded, like, I know how I'm going to feel at the end of the day, mm -hmm. like, you know, thing where tournaments, like, uh, you know, like your emotions can go way up to here, and then you just get a bad beat, lose a flip, whatever, and you're Bubble. out. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever. You can get second place at a tournament, let's say. Yeah. And, like, just be pissed off to For all sure. hell. And, like, I was like, that's emotionally unstable. I, I really don't enjoy that. But, like, I... I I've gotten the, the hankering, honestly, watching you, I'm not even joking, uh, to want to play tournaments uh, more and more just because living vicariously through you has been quite nice, to yeah, be honest. Like, yeah. uh, not that I've had, like, you know, whatever, I had that super small piece in that one tournament, that's it. But, like, man, like, I loved, like, I, I would literally, before I go to bed, I like, check the PGT, like, you know, standings. I was like, where's Chino? Oh my God, he's going to do it again. And yeah. I wake up, the first thing I do, it's not like, go pee or let the dog out. It's just like, look at my phone. I'm like, okay, let's see who's at the final table of this. Dude, this, it was fun like sweating you on that run. Like, yeah, not that it's you. over. I understand that you had a, a rough stretch here in the, the PLO part, but. Yeah. Uh, tournaments, uh, I'm taking a break from tournaments yeah, now. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, shout out to Leo, my son. I love you so much. Um, I had a son and uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I leave tomorrow to go see him and. Um, Hell yeah. And now it's family time. And then uh, I think my next tournament is gonna be uh, I think I'm gonna to go to Bahamas for WSOP. Oh wow! And then come and be back in time for the Wind Main. Uh, that makes look, sense. You'll be down there, right? You'll yeah. be in Florida, and then I'm looking forward to the Wind Main, though. Yeah, that one I'm looking forward. No, to. No, for sure. I'm... And and maybe you never know a possible. They have a million dollar tournament there, right? At the Wind. I, I, oh yeah, no, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Maybe a possible Ooh. satellite parlay into that. You never know. You never know. <laughs> we, we, we won our satellite into the 100K PLO, and, and even though we fucked that up, we got there. So it wasn't the worst result. Could have been a much bigger bloodbath in the PLO series, yes. if not for that. Yeah. Could have been a much bigger bloodbath. But, um, yeah, looking forward to hopefully playing some of these big birds. <laughs> big birds. Shout yeah. out to Sesame yeah. Street. Well, hopefully in the meantime, like, between Leo, and, like, that's the most important that's one. That's most know? important, like, we'll, for sure. We'll see you at uh, Table 1 Summit. I know you've been playing some mixed games as well. Yeah. And, like... Uh, you know, I, I know uh, there's some there's a lot of fun when it comes to like mixed game cash. Like I, I will say, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like the, you, you guys in Table One and the guys at Resorts, like it's literally it's literally been like my fam here in yep. Vegas for the last three four months. It's good to have like a group of guys that you know you can trust and play with for like sure. on a regular basis. Give some action, and you know they'll give it back. Of course, yeah. not yeah. And uh, no, no one's just like just on the take the entire time. No, it's yeah, like, it it it, it passes. <laughs> if we definitely pass it amongst like, each other, there, there's almost sure. like a winner's remorse. Like if you win like three sessions in a row, like something internal happens where you're like, uh, I need to give a little more action. Yeah. I don't think I deserve this money, <laughs> and you start calling off with six five suited or just just as an example. <laughs> That's that better known as the JY. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes so many good hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I really love playing with you guys. Yeah. Like uh uh it's it's a good group. 
and then you guys, we, we have the occasional, I don't want to say anyone's names, but we just have the occasional, uh, what do you call it, recreational players that come in and sit down and make our game even better. And It's true. They a lot of them become a part of the community, and then when they take their trips out to Vegas, then... You know, this let us know, and, and we come out. We make sure we have a good game going for them, and yeah. Which shout out to Will. Let's give a shout out to Will. One of our one, one of our one of our more uh, more new recreational players has joined us. Will, if you're watching this, shout out to you, brother. That was one of the best things ever. Gino, check out my white bottoms. I can't afford the red bottoms yet. Will 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 comes in, finds out about her game, sits for what I think like three days, wins. What are a bunch of money? Almost two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. So we we run a game uh, the following day. Chino wasn't there. Will's very upset over this, and he's just like, oh, I just wanted to show Chino something. And he just puts his this foot right up on the. <laughs> there's he's like, check out my red bottoms, Chino. Come and play with me, baby. You bought these. If I uh, if I can edit this video properly, I'll put it in here <laughs> right right after this part. Chino, hey, I appreciate you, man. You like my red bottoms? Louis Vuitton, baby. No, but Will's a good, good, yeah. good dude. I love him. And uh, he came in, and nobody could figure out how he was playing. Oh. And then finally, he just decided to just, what was it like? He called like 8,000 pre-flop blind and just woke up with two kings? And uh, Oh, no, it was even better than that. I think he uh, woke up with like queen nine. The queen eight, I think. Queen eight, the, yeah. It's a shield. <laughs> Shout out to a shield. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Hello, Muffin. <laughs> we love you, guy. <laughs> yeah, and he, he stacked him. I think I think a shield had aces. Yeah, he just had aces, something just stupid. Aces, putting in a bunch of money pre-flop against a guy not looking at his cart. Yeah, it like went check check on a on queen jack ten, and then on the uh, the turn was an eight, and he just open jammed for like twenty two thousand or something like that, and Muffin snapped him off with the the aces. Wow. <laughs> They were, no good. Like, they were no good. They were no good. Although I didn't see any video about that. What did you buy after that, Will? <laughs> Will had a good post on his Instagram that uh, Matt showed me after uh, after his first three days of playing with us, and had a picture of his son holding like fifty thousand in front of a brand new car. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're glad that we could contribute to that. Buddy. No, for sure. But uh, to Art's mainly credit or whatever, the social media has actually produced quite a bit. Quite a bit of people that want to play our game, and most of them actually sat and played, which has been really nice. Uh, so please don't think it's going to fall on deaf ears, guys. If you want to play, reach out. Art's going to answer, and we're going to we'll figure something out. Uh, again, we're Twitter, Instagram, yeah, Table One Vegas, or even on the website, Table One Vegas. There's a little little form at the bottom you can fill out and be like, I would like to play with you. Just come to Aria Poker Room and ask where Table One is, and uh, it's <laughs> that it's is the true. VIP room, and. Uh, I want to say four to five days of the week. Yeah, we're playing. that's about right. Yeah, and we're a, we're just about having fun, guys. I, I promise. Like yeah, this is not cutthroat. Like if a lot of us will be drinking, all of us will be laughing, and no one's <laughs> no one's tanking that long unless it's like some r tough river decisions, obviously. But yeah, like, but we it's, have fun. It's, it's, it's fun, and we that's do, all that we matters. We do bomb pots. We do. Oh I don't we do all manner of. We, we uh, do like we do. We're not to scare you off, but we yeah. do some we weird do all shit. Different variations of <laughs> yeah. like funky shit. What 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 is like the? We do kookaroo. Yeah, cuckoo uh, optimist. Which, optimist. Yeah. We we do fun stuff like we'll we'll do yeah. like uh, bomb pots, and uh, you know we'll run like the flop of one board and one card of the other uh, board. And, nice little peepee. -pee. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> call it one the, the peep show, but some people call show. it, Matt invented it, so we call it Matt's little peepee. -pee. We make it fun and interesting, and uh, we got a good group of guys that, yeah. that, that love to, to give action, and um, us three included. Yeah. Damn yeah. right. Damn right. Well, man, thank you. 
Thanks for coming out, man. My pleasure. Like, seriously, my pleasure. It's, it's been great. Happy to help. Always happy to help. Yeah. You guys are my guys. Justin's been there for me. And uh, me and Art, we, we battle. And steady. My, my man, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, Art, tell them how to do all the things they need to do, as I'm a boomer, and I don't know. Like I said, Instagram, Twitter, uh, even TikTok, although I'm not... I'm, I'm even too old for TikTok, but uh, at Table One Vegas, Table the Number One Vegas. And uh, Chino, how do they follow you on, uh, on your shit? Come on, you, you got you to gotta tout it. Dan Negreanu, I saw, he said you got to tout your shit. This is only step one. <laughs> like, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, so this is a YouTube channel. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> we call it the uh, the degenerates agreement. We make yeah. this co- we make this content. Yep. Uh, we give it to you for no money, but it's not free. You yep. gotta you gotta like and subscribe, and tell all your friends. That's how we get the word out, and we can make these more are of my this. guys. Yeah. And please follow. We're, we're please more, like and subscribe. We're gonna have more guests coming as well, guys. So this is gonna be a common thing. And if if you play our game, you can always come on this show with us because we love to hear people's gambling stories. This is what the show's about. All right. That's pop. Hey, me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. Oh, you know I've been in my bag. Buddy, I got it like that. Yeah, y'all better stop. Me and my boy gon' climb to the top. Sidekick game.